0: Hi guys, welcome to another show of Evolve with Titans, where I sit with some of the best in the industries and try to extract things on how they do what they do and see if there are any takeaways for us to learn from them. And uh, today we have a very special guest. He's a very young author who has written um, the biography of Mr. A. R. Rahman. Uh, His latest book, Notes of a Dream, is a bestseller, and uh, it's one of the one of the most inspiring books I have read in the recent times. And um, we sit and talk about uh, everything that has to do with fear because that's one of the most important things that we have to attack uh, in this age. We talk about the fear of starting out, we start, talk about fear of uh, judgment, fear of missing out. Also, we talk about uh, some of the routines that he does to cre- get his creative juices up in life. Hello everybody, uh, we have Krishna Trilok in the house today, and thank you so much Krishna. Um, and um, you know, whenever I see you, whenever I uh, meet you, talk to you, I, I wonder how is this guy who is just 24 or 25, has done, has given an amazing, amazing work of art, you know, the notes of a dream is just mind-blowing. I, I. Um, You know, I am a big fan of A.R. Rahman uh, uh, and I have seen a lot of interviews of him, a lot of uh, articles about him but this book has so many nuances that you know, a business owner, um, anybody, right? From a housewife uh, to you know, so many people can take a lot of lessons from this Mm -hmm. uh, book so thank you so much for giving us that bo- book. Um, and as soon as I read the book, I I was hooked, and I said, okay, we have to do something with uh, <laughs> with you. And that is why we invited you for the portrait shoot, and then and then one after the other things. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: it's been a, it's raise. been a wonderful
0: association. It's been a wonderful friendship. Thank you so much. And uh, so um, I want to start um, with you know where it all started. Um, you know, um, especially at young the age um, there will be so much fear right you, what are you going to do with your life what am i like where will i get a job yeah. um, what am i going to do yeah. all this uh, there will be so much of fear uh, inside you i i i had so much fears mm-hmm. what will i do with my future um, so how did you get to book writing and how did you get to notes of a dream
1: yeah. so um, i when i was in school when i was a school student the thing was I was actually very afraid of not only not you know making money not being able to find a job not only those kind of things I was also very very afraid for some reason of not being able to find what I love doing for the rest of my life I was not a great student so I knew academics wasn't for me in the sense that I wasn't a bad student but I was just an uninterested student I Mm -hmm. could have probably done much better if I was interested but I just wasn't interested in my studies and my parents were like you know, it's okay if you are not interested in academics, I mean, they are not pushing you to get into an academic route, but what do you want to do? Is it going to be music? Is it going to be sports? Is it going to be whatever you let me know what you let us know what you want to do. We are just asking you to find your purpose and that frightened me because I couldn't give them an answer when I was in oh. fifth, sixth, that kind of, you know, that age bracket. I was just thinking, okay, so what do I want to do with the rest of my life, they're giving me the choice, but what? when you're free to choose whatever you want, what will you choose? That's even a bigger responsibility actually. Mm. So I was thinking about this, I was thinking about this and it really struck me one day when I was actually at a at a tuition teacher, house and I was supposed to be studying, I was actually thinking about this and it just struck me suddenly that I love stories. I love storytelling. I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by fantastic storytellers ever since I was like really, really young. Uh, my grandfather, my grandmother was a great storyteller. She would go see movies in theater when I was too young to go and she would come back and tell me what movie she had seen with her own twists and all of that. Like She saw Titanic, came back and added fight scene and all that and told me the story of the film. My parents were great storytellers. They knew how to tell stories really, really well to a kid. And not just my family, but even the domestic help in the house, mm. like my cook was a great storyteller, my uh, the, my driver was a great storyteller. So every day when coming back from school, he would tell me one story and the story would end in a cliffhanger. Mm. So I would look for. it was like the original TV series for me. I would like look forward to what was going to happen the next day. So that was a great, great blessing. And then I loved reading books. I loved watching movies. And I just thought to myself, okay, I love, you know, absorbing stories. What... Would happen if i decided to tell my own story and because there was nothing really to lose i was 13 14 at the time there was nothing to lose i just needed a pen and paper i was like let's give it a shot i think um, the fear of not being able to do anything far outweighed the fear of trying to do this Hmm. i was i just thought what's the worst that can happen, let's give it a shot at most nothing will come of it and something else will have to happen and we'll fi- we'll deal with that when it comes. So without telling anybody I just got a, a notebook and pen and I started writing really for, for myself taking inspiration from all the um, great work that has come in the past be it Lord of the Rings, be it Titanic as I mentioned. All the films and books that I really loved I took inspiration from and started writing my first uh, fantasy book i never thought anything would really come of it mm. i never really thought you know we would one day si- be sitting here i would be talking to you and having this interview it was just an experiment of something i wanted to do so for 10 years i wrote 10 years i was just writing and what i wrote initially of course never ever came out to the public and all that it was just myself learning mm. the art and What happened was after college and all of that, I finally showed my parents something which I had written which I was happy with and I was like, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. And… After college? After college. okay, Towards the end of college rather, not after college, but towards the end of college, I think December 13th, 2013, that's when I was like, I called my mom and I was like, I had a laptop by that time. I started writing on my laptop and I told them, there's just something I want you to read. Um, they panicked, not because I was going the offbeat and all of that, but more because they didn't know what to do because they were in a different mm-hmm. line of business mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. this and they didn't know how to help me. But this is where I think you need to believe in divine intervention and all of those things. I uh, my father went to a party where there was this lady who has just quit her job from a major newspaper and was starting up her own literary agency, and she told my my father just told her about me and. She said, why don't you send his work to me? Let me just give it a shot. Uh, She read it and she said, I love this and I want to be your agent and I want to represent you. Uh, Miss Sandhya Shreda, that's her name. And that was the first real positive feedback I received. And I think when someone is willing to take a chance on you, is willing to believe in you early on and is willing to support you, that's a huge, huge... um, Help in overcoming whatever fears you have of the future. After that,
0: you know two things. There, um, one is you saw everybody as storytellers, right? Yeah. When you strongly are, uh, it's it. We always say uh, people are a reflection of your mind, right? True. When you true. are, um, you are a storyteller in your mind. You very see, true. so everybody as a storyteller. Um, true. And uh, that is very important because um, so many people give excuses. Oh. I don't have people uh, who are aligned to my thoughts right mm. Mm, i i feel strongly that your thought there is a problem in your mindset itself um, and uh, the second thing was also uh, when you strongly believe in something when you strongly want to do something universe conspires man that's i no doubt about it i would put it this way um, there is a limit beyond which you cannot
1: blame the world outside yes. you do not have control over that the only thing you have control of is what's between your ears mm. your thought processes that's the only thing you have any control over and accepting that will give you peace it's only it's not going to do anything for anyone out there but it's going to change your life so i think observing your thought processes seeing if you are living as per what you really want Mm. will start changing the world around you. It's the combination of the two. One is, you need to monitor your thought processes and the
0: universe will conspire universe to, to feed that thought process. So, that's the story of about your first book, right? So, yeah. you get your first book, you yeah. get your first book yeah. published, that's a fiction, yeah. uh, that's a fantasy, fantasy also. Yeah. Um, and, uh, see, okay, that's good, like, so many people work for that first movie, first break, right? Yeah. After that, what? You know, um, there is this fear of uncertainty, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, how did you handle that? So
1: it is actually that is even scarier than doing it the first time. First time. Because first time you, I didn't have anything to lose. I hadn't really put myself out there, and people weren't watching and asking, "What are you going to do next?" And there is room for failure. There is room for success. Yeah. But the thing is, once you've actually gone some distance. Then again, to say I'm a starter again to be say I'm going to back to the drawing board, I have to begin everything. Everything that I've done so far is now over. That is taken its course. Everybody has said whatever they have to, and now you have to start all over again. That is
0: very very scary. It's it's scary more so in a, in a field of art, you know. Um, and I think you have touched upon this in your book also, with air Amman, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very important. That you start all over again You have to set the axis
1: at zero again Yeah The uh, the starting point you need to realize that I've come from somewhere to somewhere Now I have to do it all over, all over again It's again. not somewhere from somewhere else It's really all over it's, again it's,
0: ra- it's like running a restaurant right It's not that you've made superb idli and dosas today mm. um, Your job is done yeah. You have to wake have up to again everyday Morning Do it, Morning, again, the next do it day. again next day right? It's like running a race You've run the race yeah. once <laughs> It doesn't.
1: St- it's not like that. You need to start. The new race begins from point zero.
0: Many have this problem. That is, the the race is so tough, and the race is so uh, it consumes so much of energy. Once the, that is done, um, you have a burnout. When, yeah, you have a complete burnout. burnout yeah. right? And that is the difference between people who are great, who are doing amazing work. They start all over again. Yes, they, consistency. They, and then we have to talk about the shelf life of artists, right? Yes. So many people talk about the shelf yes. life of artists. Yes. But how some people not having that shelf life? How some people able to do it for 30 years, 40 mm-hmm. years, 50 years, all over? Mm-hmm. You know. The one thing is, I think it's all tied to the one thing of accepting that
1: every each time you're a beginner again. Mm. Um, I think a failure to adapt because you think you know everything so you are not willing to learn anymore. Uh, Failure to change with the times. I think all those issues can be overcome if you realize that you know I am a beginner again now. Maybe I have achieved so many things in the past but now I am a beginner again. And now I have to learn new things for my new work to be something different from my old work. Which is what I also thought. I finished fantasy and I thought either there was a lot of demand for a sequel and all of that. But I felt I would finished telling the story I wanted to tell. I did not want to be just caught up in that and doing the same thing again and being labelled in any way. I just thought, okay, I am a storyteller. So why should I tell only one kind of story? Why can't I even tell the story of someone who is real? I mean, I've done fantasy which is completely unreal. Let me do something which is very real now about someone who is actually living and the one person who has of course define my childhood who is a major reason why I do what I do is Mr. R.M. And he was at a very very interesting time which was he was getting he was being a beginner again Mm -hmm. he was letting go of music itself not letting go but he was stepping away from music itself and trying to get into movies making movies making producing films I was like wow I mean like if someone like me who has not done anything really is finding it tough to come out of a comfort zone and uh, be a beginner again this gentleman who has achieved so much what will it be like for him to be a beginner again that really really interested me and I realized that we talked about artists who you know uh, are have a long shelf life Um, I think someone like him is Uh, An example of what I was saying. He keeps reinventing himself with the times. Exactly. He went from uh, jingles first to Tamil movies, then from Tamil movie music. He went to Bollywood Bollywood. music. Then he went international. Then he did, you know, plays. Now he's getting into movies. So it was just constantly. His life was coming out of the comfort zone and reinventing himself. Every eight years or nine years, he was reinventing
0: and doing something On a regular,
1: uh, regular intervals. And um, he knew about my first book and he tweeted about it and all that. So I had his email ID. So I sent him a message saying, sir, this is what I'm thinking. I think a lot of people will benefit from knowing how you think. I'm saying, yes, you are a great uh, artist, you are a great achiever, you're a national treasure, all of those things. But more than that, I think you are an inspiration for how people should live their lives and how artists should think and so on and so forth. And he just—I didn't—I wasn't even expecting a reply. I thought he would not even see it, but he replied by what again—divine intervention—saying that I love this idea. Let's go forward with this. Wow. So again, I think um, at some point also the best way to overcome fear, overcome fear and uncertainty is to realize that you're not as much in control of anything as you think you are. Also. As much as I'm saying think and th- control your thoughts and the world will yeah. rearrange itself, you also have to understand that it's a partnership. It's halfway you,
0: it's halfway the universe. universe right? But uh, see, I want you to go one step below uh-huh. and, and uh, think about... No, there'll be like a lot of these voices inside you that will yeah. pull you down, yes, and yes. especially when you're in this uncertain stage, right? Definitely. Especially Every when day you don't there's know. There's a new uh, thought
1: coming, there's uh, a new fear coming. It's
0: like an obnoxious uh, roommate, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, that's, that's what they that's call what your you, demons and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it will constantly tell you, oh, you're not good enough. Yeah. You're not, oh, you have done one, you cannot keep on doing yeah. multiple things. Um, did you do, especially? I'm asking you this because there are so many in your age who are going through this every yes. day, yes, yes, right? Yes. In, in um, very high level, right? So, um, did you do anything about it, or how did you uh, attack that?
1: Um, I think the first thing you need to realize is the mind tells uh, starts imagining things which are way worse than the reality it starts telling it starts overthinking and gives you inputs that are just um, it's a defense mechanism it's like that it's a defense mechanism we as uh, biological beings have evolved to fear uncertainty so as a defense mechanism against that we start thinking of the worst case scenarios and preparing for that Um, there's something i always tell myself reality is never going to be as bad as what you have imagined even when you think about the worst of situations you you yourself have gone through probably if you if you had imagined them before you would have thought oh my god how am i going to survive this but then you get through yeah. you somehow managed yeah, yeah, to get yeah. through so still your mind i mean it's very very difficult the mind will say all sorts of things but you need to monitor those thoughts and make sure that your dominant thoughts are not those but positive thoughts as you said you've uh, you've done it once will you be able to do it again and all of those things you can you should say I have done it once. So what stops me from do it again, doing it again? What stops me from doing it better? In fact,
0: so this is all good, and, and some people like you or like us can take this, Krishna. But uh, can you can you tell us a uh, tangible or a, or a, or a one action item that he can do to okay. reduce this voice yes. inside them? Yes. I would say first of all.
1: Um, as you said by now, I'm assuming that if you are asking these questions, you've already identified what you want to do. You've already identified a goal that you've set. And in achieving this goal, obviously, there's going to be, you know, it's going to take time. And in the meanwhile, you're getting all these ideas. I would say just focus on what you need to do right now. Hmm. Instead of sitting and thinking, <coughs> will this happen? Will that happen? Just say, that's all in the future. It's not happened. It may be ne- may well never happen. Right now, what do I have to do? What is my next step? What should I do next? Just focus on the next step. Don't think about what is going to happen.
0: Five years from five now. Five years
1: from now. Ten days from now. All of that is unreal. Just think, what should I be doing at this moment? Mm-hmm. The next moment. Today. Set, uh, think short term. I mean, obviously think long term as well. But for your own peace of mind, just set achievable goals, which you're going to be able to you know do in yeah. the short term i always
0: be- believe in having a vision yeah. and taking small steps, steps toward towards that that. it's
1: exactly like a company yeah they have a corporate mission corporate vision and all of that but what are their operations going to be on a daily basis to achieve that it needs to be the exact same way and especially once you've achieved one goal and you need to you realize that now there is a new goal and you have to start from scratch you need to not worry about will i be able to i got did i get lucky once will i get lucky again kind of thoughts rather than for those will come those are natural mm, they will come mm, mm, mm. and the i think the only way to keep them at bay is to say despite whatever i'm thinking i'm going to go ahead i think once you realize that uh, your inherent nature has been despite fear going on despite fear doing something that's when you will break the you will break your own
0: Thing, right, so um, there's also this uh, pressure to be perfect, right? Like, yeah. yes, we are doing all this. There's so much of uh, fear yes. about judgment, about Yes, especially now us. with social media and yeah. internet,
1: anyone can judge, judge you, you. Everyone can judge you. Yes.
0: Like you wrote books, and and you would have obviously gotten so many cri- like so much, so, so much, many so much. critics, and yeah. you know, it's easy to critic now. It's very Anybody easy to critic, criticize, right? and it's very easy for you to hear it. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a tough situation Because not anybody can reach you Yes, no. yeah.
1: yes. not just your work um, There's a constant effort because of social media and all to put out as if You know, uh, what you're working on at that point of time, to know that you're having a good life and all of that If you're not putting up that image, people immediately think, oh is something wrong. wrong
0: There is um, He's gone out of the radar He's gone off the radar, <laughs> I don't think
1: I think something is definitely wrong, A lot of people will say all that stuff
0: So how do you handle that? the judgment like that fear of judgment
1: i think one thing to say is not first of all nobody is you only you are you so only you know the truth of what is happening and the truth of what you have done you know that you have put your best work out you know you're living your life as per your best ability at that point of time and what anyone else says is first of all irrelevant it is irrelevant but of course, it's very, very tough to accept that. We are programmed to fear what, as social animals, we are programmed to fear what other people think. But I think it's absolutely necessary to realize that we may not even believe it, but every day we are doing our best job. Mm. To just get through a day, whatever, you might think that, oh my god, I have not done anything today. But trust me, even that is you doing your best. In that On situation, day. in that given uh, circumstance. It's an interesting
0: thing you're telling. Um, uh, see, when I go shoot weddings, there are so many photographers from so many different yes. teams some, yes. sometimes show up, right? And constant and some pressure. Of, some of constant pressure. Um, sometimes photographers say, oh, they wired too many people, it's a problem. It doesn't affect me at all my in my mind i'm telling myself okay nobody can be me mm. right What nobody I, can be me the story i want to tell, tell is going to be unique mine. to mine so i it doesn't matter if photographers are shooting from my mm, from down below or you know over the shoulder nothing i know i'm going to give a different picture for the couple and it will be the best picture mm. so when i put that in my mindset immediately everything changes immediately I get like amazing pictures so you are, it is it is very very important to understand that nobody cannot be you you're unique in your own way uh, see how you can harness yes, that. yes
1: not everyone may you may take the best picture in the world but there may be someone for whom that picture just doesn't work work and you should not let them influence your uh, change who you are
0: yeah exactly and uh, many times if you understand Your success is different from... Yes, your
1: idea of success is very, very different from other people's idea of success. For some person, it could be, um, I want to make a lot of money. That's my idea of success. For other people, they can say, a little less money is fine, but I want to be known around the world. You be very clear about who you are. I think all the problems we're going to be discussing and which we have already discussed, I think that's the key answer which is common to all of them. You be clear who you are. Yes. You know who you are that's why if you go to these temples in greece and all of that it's usually carved on top of the doorway and kept it's called know thyself you know yourself first
0: it um, is also very important to know thyself because that's when you'll know what is your weakness and what is what your is strength. your strength what you and want to what do. you can work on how can you work on your weaknesses yes yes right? knowing yourself is a scary
1: process because you will also know things that you are denying <laughs> i may think that i am very great at something but once i realize who I am, I realize that okay, I'm not any good at that. <laughs> I need to accept that either I cannot do it or I need to know how to get better at it. So it's not like you wake up one day and you're growing and you know, you know mm. everything. It's also a very, it's a process of facing your insecurities and so on and so forth.
0: So tell me about uh, um, yeah, all this is fine, um, but there is also this uh, constant uh, fear of you know missing out. Yes. Oh, Oh, somebody is going for a vacation. Oh, I'm. What am I doing with my life? Oh, somebody is doing amazing yes. work. Or somebody is shooting this. Somebody is writing this book. Yeah. Um, someone got this project. A project. Someone,
1: yeah. I mean, someone will say, Oh, I'm sitting here and I'm working on something which I don't even know if it'll work, work out. out, This person is enjoying his life and whatnot. Again, I think you need to adjust. You will not be doing anything unless it matters to you. Okay. I mean, for me. I'll tell you my story in college for me my college life was I was in Loyola College and I would study for five hours five hours was college uh, in the afternoon so mornings was free and nights was free and I I decided that you know to make some extra money in college and all that and to just improve my writing skills a little I would get a job as a freelance journalist so I worked as a freelance journalist for the New Indian Express in the mornings I would write for mm. the paper. Afternoons I would go to college and the college people were very very sweet that way they knew I was working so if I told them listen sir I have an interview which I need to do now can I just go finish and come they'll be like yes but it's mm. okay they were very very encouraging and very mm. nice to me that way and in the nights I would go and I would work on my stories. Okay. So that was my life and of course I used to hear from a lot of friends what they were do- doing on the weekends about like the fun they were having They would date or party or whatever it is and I would be like, oh, am I missing out on college life? I mean, these people are all doing this, but I'm just sitting here and I don't even know if anything is going to come Mm -hmm. of any of this, am I doing it? But then I realized that this is what matters to me. Because if it didn't, I would be doing that. I would have automatically gone to that. And at the end of the day, the ultimate end, I think doing stuff which other people are doing just because it seems cool. Is not going to give you as much happiness as doing what matters to you even though at the moment at the time it may not seem as cool mm. even to you even you may think what's glamorous in this that would have been more Instagrammable. but it's it's not going to give you as much happiness
0: even if you do you're going to feel an emptiness inside so uh, Yeah, um, but I am going to go one level past that and and see, okay, you are a writer, you have written a couple of books and uh, you also have a network of writers that you know and they will come out with uh, amazing work Work. or they will come out with best selling work and all that. Unfortunately,
1: not just people. You know, you look at people you don't know. no also, know. I wish yeah, I had done this. Yeah. yeah, I look at so many series, movies, whatever. And also and
0: sometimes we miss their experience. We miss their, uh, you know, um, age and all that. Yeah. We also think, oh, they have done this. Yeah. Why am I not even? Unfortunately,
1: do it? ambition has no age. Yeah. You can be in first standard and you still want to clear twelve standard exams. That is that is natural. So,
0: do you do you get jealous? Do you get envious?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I did. I used to. I used to, yes. But then I've realized that whatever, whenever I'm feeling something which is upsetting me, which would potentially upset me, I've chosen that if I accept the situation for what it is, it's going to make me feel more positive. If I'm going to not accept that situation, it's only going to end up making me feel miserable. So if I'm seeing someone who is doing great work and I choose to accept that situation, I it becomes inspiration to me it becomes something that okay he's done it I will Mm, also mm, do it one mm, day mm, if mm. he can do it why can't I do it if he is able to achieve it why can't I also achieve it what must I change about myself to achieve it it becomes a positive
0: process
1: but if I'm going to see someone doing great work and I'm not going to accept that it's good and I'm going to put him down and I'm going to be hateful I'm going to be jealous it's only going to make me miserable and it's not going to achieve Anything because I'm automatically repelling any uh, vibes of success that could have. I think celebrating another person's success automatically attracts more success, success. for you because your dominant thoughts are about praise, positivity, you know, and success, success and all of those things. But if you're going to say that put him down, hate him, why is he so successful, you're automatically repelling.
0: One secret that I've, I've uh, started following um, well in the beginning itself is, uh, if I see something that uh, affects me or gives me a little tinge of jealousness, mm-hmm. you know. See, it's mm-hmm. only human to feel. Human, it, yes, which is right. Fine. Yeah. So I immediately tell myself, okay, now it is not about me and you. Hmm. Mm. It is about my work and your work. Yes. Um, okay. One detachment. What is, yeah. yeah. Just detach yourself from yeah. yourself and then see or talk think about your work yes and compare it with uh, their work mm-hmm. from that what is what have they done better or uh, different different where you can te- uh, learn something yes, yes. from there and if you feel oh it's still not uh, there's nothing it's okay um I, that's where i i tell myself okay their success is so different from my success this is not what i want, want really want. and when you think of that right you actually understand oh yes i felt jealous but for no reason for no reason
1: at all yeah
0: right um, so it is very important to you don't detach yourself from that it's and very then,
1: tough it's very tough because unfortunately i think especially in creative it's very tough. in creative very work tough. or even if you're you're doing a business you have a restaurant whatever it is that has come from your mind your brainchild it's a part of you is in there part of your hopes dreams aspirations everything is in there and um, ego is the o- Toughest thing to overcome, and a part of your ego will be saying, "How, how, how, yeah, how, how, can, the world, how right? <laughs> can something I have done not be as good as something someone else has done?" But as you said, if you are able to master that detachment, just you know, say that okay, let's look at it objectively for what it is. Then I. Th- if you, if you can master that, if you have been able to do that, and you can tell me how you do that, please, yes, <laughs> I would love awesome. to know.
0: <laughs> it comes from practice, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, tell me about uh, this, I, I, I am always curious about this uh, one thing. What happens, like your let's say your book releases on Friday, mm. Mm, what's your mindset on the Monday morning?
1: Okay, so uh, before I get to Monday morning, Saturday and Sunday also I'll discuss. The thing is, right after something great happens, you're in a great mood. You want to meet people. People are all congratulating you. You uh, there's you there's there's a high. There's a yeah. great high because of that. Now, uh, so for two, few, two three that's days that's Sunday. Then, that's Saturday <laughs> Sunday. Then uh, there's going to be. It's actually a very slow process. You'll never even realize it's happening, but it'll start happening. From my personal experience, it could be different from other people, but in my personal experience then one emptiness starts coming because there is a concept, a practice which I f- deeply believe in, which is whatever you do, you have to do it every day. If mm. you want to see growth mm. in something, if you want to see success in something, you have to invest time and energy in it every single day. So I write every day, okay. either I will repair something I've already written or I'll just write one new line. Or something, something, something I'll have to write. Now, what I was working on for whatever uh, months or years is gone. Even if I want to go and invest in it, it's not there anymore. So then you realize I need to start all over again. And
0: um, that's a very scary feeling. It's a
1: very scary feeling because after after you've started after you started once you're like i would say 75 80 percent through you're so caught up in it you're mm. so caught up in oh it's going to come out now i'm going to finish it what's going to happen it's all lot of excitement the fears of you had in the very beginning of is anything going to happen is uh my idea at all good and all of that start coming back and you're not used to dealing with those Mm. fears for some time because you're you're more charged up as you said by the end of the process the last time. So when you realize that you have to go back to being a student, it's very, very unnerving. But that's where you say that I'm not in love with a project. I'm in love with my craft. I'm not in love with this book or this uh, wedding shoot or this movie or this song. I'm in love with music. I'm in love with photography. I'm in love with writing. I'm in love with whatever it is. So you realize that that is the main goal mm. and you have to start. It can also be very exciting because you may have fe- you may feel you have made mistakes which could have been corrected. You may feel you could have done something a little differently. You may have thought at some point you're going to be so exasperated. You'll be like, why did I do this? I should have done something different itself and uh, you can you you. it may be exciting to start what you are thinking about what i do personally is towards the end of the process i start working on something which is completely different mm. like when my first book was getting over three story ideas were already falling into place i'd already okay. started writing them and what happened was in fact when Complete when you're maybe 99% towards the finishing goal, you're just like, I want this to be over, I just want this stress of this to be done with, and I want to like focus on something else. And because these other things have already been like you know in your heart and they've already been getting a little bit of your attention, the transition process is a little easier. Mm. It's not like it's completely square one, there's already something which is there, and you're ready to work on it. So, my a uh, personal suggestion would be for that, for uh, Monday morning blues, let's call it that, is to have something you've already been working on and ready for you. Don't work on any one thing obsessively. Have a few things which you're focusing on so that you have a yeah. fall back on.
0: I can totally relate to that. Uh, so many people come and ask us, hey, uh, you, you shot two, 300 plus weddings, this is not boring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is not about wedding photography, it's about the craft, it's about yes. the photography itself. Yes. I love to do photography. And also, like you said, don't just do one thing. We do wedding photography, we do documentary, big shot films. Um, we do a lot of portraits. We do a lot of uh, these series like yes. Natiya, Terukutu. Yes. So many things we do. So when you're when you're doing so many things, if one thing gets, gets over, a little yeah. boring or uh, you know, like over, I mean yeah. you have other things to uh, yes. Yes. you know, concentrate on. Because
1: it's <laughs> it's not like. Uh, Each thing you work on is like a marriage. You are very, very heavily invested in it. And uh, unfortunately, like how it should be in the real world, um, the thing is, these relationships with your work must come to an end at some point of time. It could be your best album, it could be your best book, it could be your best film, but it has to come to a
0: Mm.
1: uh, stop one day. And unfortunately, you cannot live off that for the rest of your life. You cannot say, i did that i did that I mean this thing it doesn't work that way They'll, everyone will just say listen we gave you award we gave you claps and we sent you a what next what next it's always going to be what next yeah. so it's good i asked as this
0: for two reasons one is i see a lot of youngsters uh, wanting to become cinematographers and movies directors in movies mm-hmm. and uh, i always tell myself okay you want to do this are you practicing every day, every day. for it And then tell me what will be your mindset Mm. after your first movie releases. Mm -hmm. What next?
1: Yes, the first thing and um, this is something that really bothers me about a lot of people I know. They want to be filmmakers, they want to be writers, they want to be in artistic things. But unfortunately... um, are they willing to take on the very grueling hard work that it takes see it's very easy to see one person's successful moments and say oh my god i want this but are they willing to take on the moments of insecurity doubt fear frustration anger at yourself rejection all of these things and the toughest thing is uh, you will also know this the actual work where Mm. absolutely nobody else is there and you just have to sit and convince work. yourself to do that work and yes one day somebody will see that and you will get uh, may get appreciation for it but right now it's just you and there is no one's judgment there except yourself. Sure. Are you willing to go through all that? Many people unfortunately uh, prove themselves not able to do it. So mm-hmm. I'm saying don't be uh, obsessed with the glamour or success of anything but it's going to be uh, very very hard to get there that's one thing I would say so please be prepared for that. The second is as you said a regimen definitely definitely helps. I get up in the morning and I make it a point to be in one of my offices by 10 o'clock in the morning. If I'm just going to write that day and I'm not going to meet anyone else it's uh, in my in-house office otherwise there's my agent's place in Besnagar where I go for my meetings and if I have to interact with anyone else. or wherever wherever the meeting is i'll go then in then there is lunch and then there is afternoon usually goes off in meeting people and other projects and in the night again i write just for myself nobody else comes is there any else.
0: any uh, um, regular thing like do you write two pages 10 pages or i this try is not to set words?
1: i try not to set any goal beyond the fact that i will write every day because sometimes for whatever reason if you cannot make that it's going to crash your self-confidence to set a goal which you know there is a chance that you might miss out on it's it's a bad idea you might Mm, call it a a bit of a cheat but it's a worthy cheat to have make sure you set a goal that is so simple that you know for a fact that you will achieve it because that will build your confidence like crazy it's like it's like um how shall i say it it's like a person who is um whose diet is only fast food burgers and all that suddenly saying that he's going to eat salads from the next day you know for a fact Fact it's a very 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 difficult thing thing to do maybe if you have like willpower of next level you might be able to do it but i would start saying rather than eating every meal outside maybe eating junk food eat one meal a day, mm. slowly, slowly, slowly set an achievable goal and bring it to something that you can achieve. Because if you're going to uh, set something for yourself to achieve just because it sounds good and unfortunately it could it maybe in 10 days, in 20 days, in 25 days, you find that you're not doing it, it's really, really going to uh, bring down your self-confidence. Yeah. And the thing with, I feel successful people and people who have not yet made it. Is self confidence. If you notice, people who are successful have tremendous self confidence in their abilities and their. They don't ask questions like, is this going to work and all of that. They know that it's going to work. And also,
0: when you set your um, uh, goals a little smaller every day, Mm. right, and you have this uh, sense of achievement yes uh, and when you celebrate that sense of achievement yes. you actually get more confident and yes. more wanting yes. to do that yes
1: there is no greater celebration life can give you than you celebrating yourself yourself
0: right so y- if somebody wants to get into a practice of running yes. start 2 minutes yes. start 3 minutes yeah, do not try, to the, try yeah. the one hour marathon
1: yeah. do not there's a great uh, infinitist example for this which is that you are in first standard at the start of anything you are in first standard Now you come to know about a student in 12th standard who is studying integral calculus or you know uh, what differentiation or all those very high level things. Now you might both have the same teacher in theory who is able to teach both of these subjects but are you ready to do that yet? Mm. Are you ready when you're a beginner are you ready to embrace that kind of very complicated teaching even though the facilities are available to you. Okay. It's like a short, I mean, you are getting into film school or whatever it is. You first do that short film with your friends and all that and see if that works out for you. Immediately if you want to do Avatar, it's not a good idea, it's not going to work out very well. Yeah. It might, it might but chances are low.
0: So you, you spoke about the writing habit, right? Yeah. Um, but do you have uh, any... Um, regular routine or habit for your creative uh, uh, you know, juices? Uh. Um,
1: I think creativity, there is no better way to generate a good output than get an input. It could either be meeting people who are in the same uh, sphere of business which is why um, a lot of people who are in uh, many of these professions attend conferences and meets and clubs and so on and so forth. It's good to know what other people are working on, what the latest developments Mm. are and all of that. That's a great stimulant. The second one is, if you are a writer, read a lot. If you are a filmmaker, watch a lot of movies. If you are a musician, listen to a lot of songs. I think, and the other thing which I would say is, be open to a lot of experiences because no matter what you see in other people's art going through life on your own having experiences painful experiences especially all those things are what really get the inspiration so what
0: personally do do you think helps you uh, being this motivated being this creative being this uh
1: i think uh, i like meeting people i like meeting different different kinds of people and hearing experiences for them and that really motivates and uh, gets my creativity going it could be doing an interview, it could just be catching up with someone over a cup of coffee and listening to what they are going through or what they are doing. Not artists, just regular, Mm. normal people dealing with their lives. That is a great thing for me personally that has always got my, it has always stimulated me and two is I watch a lot of creative content especially now in the day of Netflix and Amazon there is literally every moment of the day you can see content if you so wish to. And of course, my closest habit which is reading. I read a lot. I love reading. I can just pick up any book anywhere and get into it.
0: Um, do you exercise do oh, you of course looking, of uh, course the
1: other thing yes, thank you for bringing that up. The other thing which I think the two other things which I think are absolutely essential you can take it or leave it, but for me they are essential. One is exercise. I make sure that I at least Whenever I can I go to the gym or I take a walk along the beach or whatever it may be because there's a certain adrenaline rush that that brings which nothing else can give you and it definitely if I'm feeling bogged down if I'm feeling there's a block in my head and all that that definitely helps release it. And the second one is I uh, meditate every single day, I I wake up in the morning and meditation and prayer really really helps me because at some point of time you have to accept that it's not all in your hands. There is a universe which is larger than you which you are channeling those energies through so sometimes the energy is not in alignment if you are down, if you are feeling blocked and all of that, it's best to just say listen I am putting myself in a higher plane so please help me.
0: Yeah, meditation is one thing I have been wanting to get into, mm-hmm. um, Like, what would you advise me, how do I start, where do I start?
1: It starts with doing something which you can lose yourself in completely. Um, for me, my writing itself I consider it meditation, meditation because when I do that I lose all sense of perspective but that is the next step, there is one step before that, I think just monitoring your thoughts just Mm -hmm. closing your eyes cutting yourself off from everyone and everything including cell phone tv all of that and just see what you're thinking see what you're thinking they say still the mind and all that i'm telling you for a fact that's tough in the beginning it's again like being in first standard and doing trying to do 12 standard portions it's i mean like you're living a regular busy life and suddenly someone is telling you to sit for 15 20 minutes and just still your mind it's impossible and you're going to feel like I can't do this, it's impossible. I think the first thing, to let the mind drift, observe where your mind is going, think about whatever you want to think about, just be still, just try to be calm, try not to engage in anything because we live in a world in a time where we're constantly engaging with things. We're engaging with news apps, we're engaging with... Other people, we're so engaging constantly. Yeah, try to just disengage yourself, and slowly try to disengage from yourself also. Which is why I'm saying observe your thoughts. Be a third party to yourself, as you said, detach. Look at your work. See if you can detach from yourself also, and just mm. look at yourself from a third vantage point.
0: Super, Krishna. Uh, one last thing before we end is, uh, how do you define success, and what is success for you? How do I define success? I think
1: the general definition will be what would you do and you don't feel like you want to do anything else you feel like it's this is exactly where i want to be it and it could be different for different people it could be financial security for somebody it could be recognition for somebody else But which is that point, it could be just being in a great relationship and having a loving family. It could be whatever it is for different people. But you can just say, wow, I'm in a good place. Mm. I'm in a good place. Yes, I still have things which I want to do. But But, I'm content with what I have right now. And I know that I can go there as well. I think that is definitely the measure of success for a... If there is a blanket rule for everyone, it's that. For me, I think success is being able to touch people's lives with what I do. For mm-hmm. me, more than money, more than awards, more than anything else, for me to be able to say that someone read my work and I get a lot of that on a lot of Instagram messages and emails and all of that saying that your work inspired us to start writing, they inspired us to read more. We had a reading block and I'm able to read again. Uh, I read about, say Mr. Rahman's life and I'm a struggling artist and now I have the inspiration to go on. Someone says that they read my first fantasy book and they say that, oh, we want to like also start writing. To be able to touch someone's life in some small way, I think that is the measure of success for me. Because I think history remembers
0: the people who changed other people's lives. lives. True. In some way or the other. You sure have uh, touched uh, my life <laughs> through your book. Uh, thank you so much for that. And um, superb, uh, lots and lots of takeaways for me. I am sure people who are watching this will also have uh, these takeaways. Thank I hope so. Because almost. as I
1: said, everything that I do, it's for that. I am hoping yeah. that I don't think too much. I am just letting the flow come and I am hoping that it's coming because someone who is watching this probably needs to hear something that I am saying. Yeah.
0: So. Thank you so much, man. It is a pleasure. It is awesome. And uh, keep doing more of this and keep giving us a lot of books and touch more lives. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Krishna. Thank you so much. Yeah.